This is Papa Shango. And you are listening to Icobot. Beware of Papa Shango. Beware of Voodoo. And definitely beware of Icobot. <laughs> back with episode 165 of Icopod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, last week's Raw was actually a good one. So now we're probably in store for about three weeks of bad ones. How are we feeling? That seems to be the trend. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't want to get too excited, but Kama and The Undertaker what's, and Brother Love's, oh, Love's back. Oh, shit, I forgot so all about how that. Can we, so how can we not be excited about this show? Oh, damn oh, it. Yeah. Last week we got a, a, a pretty good main event match between Owen and Sean, except that Sean apparently needed oxygen at the end of the show. Yeah. And even 1-2-3-Kid uh, and Hakushi was a, good, was a good opener. So, I don't know. Are we going to top that? Is Brother Love? Oh, man, I just can't wait to love this show today mm. i really wonder how many people bought into that insiguri kick that caused Shawn michaels to essentially black out and go unconscious oh i didn't even connect it to oh i didn't either yeah that's what it was i mean it, it triggered it because well, he, he hits the move and he clotheslined him or whatever and then he's like oh my eye and he fell down well he taunted he, he did his taunt and then he got up and was like yeah yeah, it was really yeah. Yeah. Well, it should have just been right after that then. If that was the angle. Well, yeah, I mean I think it So that's what I don't understand. Like if if they go with that direction of oh hey, Owen kicked him and that caused him to whatever, then why would he be able to then do something for a minute and a half before it registered in his brain? Yeah, like the delayed <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I understand adrenaline, but I guess I don't yeah, know. But if it's... your bell rung, it's instant. Well, I was, I was just gonna say I don't know. If, like when it comes to head injuries, I don't know if adrenaline really helps you there. Like, no. If, like, if I were no. to if I were to get like stabbed or shot, 
adrenaline might have me going for like a minute, and then I can be like, oh wait a minute, yeah, I'm I'm bleeding, or I just got shot, right? So I'm probably gonna go in the fetal position now and cry, and then die, and then die, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I totally buy into it. I thought last week's little ending there was really corny, to be honest. Uh, which sucks because, like Dallas said, it was actually a pretty good match here for the uh, the main event. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll end up being something really riveting and just so interesting that we're completely invested. We can't wait. We're chomping at the bit to get to uh, the explanation and the solution of the Shawn Michaels drama. Who's to say? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... If this is maybe an attempt to get uh, Owen over some more again, it could be um, beneficial there. I just I don't know if I like the the over dramatic like drama part of it. I don't know. Maybe at the time it came off better, but to me, I think like, at the time it did. Well, to me, like it's phony immediately. <laughs> There's no medical staff. It's no. only WWE officials. Vince gets on the apron seconds after Sean has been, you know, declared the loser of the match or whatever. No contest. I think it's a no contest. Yeah. Yeah. So Vince comes up immediately. Like he probably would have waited or maybe came to like ringside to see. No, he's in there like helping with the oxygen tank. My my favorite part is when Earl Hebner was like kicking Sean and like just trying to decide if he was going to count Owen Hart out. And then he just kept kicking Sean. And then Owen came in, and he was like, no, no. And they kicked him again, and, he, and then he was like, okay, we need to get help. And they kept filming him, which they wouldn't do. I don't know. If, they, if that's what right. they were going for, a shoot, I feel like it was pretty half-baked. Well, that's what I was going to say. Anytime something is real, they do not continue to film it. They no-sell the fuck out of it. Yeah, well, or, so... or if you're going to do that. Why did they, I mean, we saw during the poll medical part, there was two commercial breaks. If you're going to do that, you could have done it for the last like minute of the show or whatever. And one off the air instead of milking it for, right. It probably ended up being what, probably at least four minutes or something. Well, and then at the end, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then at the end, Sean's got his eyes open and he's like, not fine, but like he's awake. Yeah. So it kind of takes the heat off it a little bit. Yeah, if they wanted us suspensed and like, oh, what's what's happening? Fucking go off the air. Oh, fuck. They were putting a medical mask on Sean. Like, what's going on? But we went off the air, so I guess I'll find out next week. Right. Yeah, I would much rather it have not been like, hey, Sean, it's me, Pat Patterson. You you hear me? He's like, yeah, I hear you. It's kind of like when Brutus got, and we've mentioned before, when Brutus got smashed with a briefcase. Right. It's fine. He's okay. Right. On the same show. Right. It's like, thank you for killing the angle. What is so wrong with leaving a guy laid out and we don't know if he's okay or not? Right. That's how you continue to build your television and have people tune in. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That was the only thing last week. Otherwise, it was a great little quick week of Raw. Yeah, that's probably been the best Raw we've seen in months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um. Let's go right into some observer notes because I have some interesting tidbits this week. And we do have one house show. It's a Madison Square Garden. And it, is, it looks like there's some decent amount of notes. So I don't know how much of the house show I'll read. But I guess we'll get to it when I eventually get into there. There might be some stuff of substance here. Uh, 
uh, observer notes. So, so according to Conan, he is going to be coming into WCW in January and he's going to be Hulk Hogan's tag team partner. What? <laughs> according to Conan. Yep. Okay. He's jumping ship from Mexico to WCW and he is going to be the Hulkster's new best friend. Who's Conan working with at this point? Is it Triple A? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I I'm pretty sure it's CMLL. I don't think I don't think it's CML either. Interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, Conan was a big deal in the '90s, guys. A really no, really I know. Big yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. For in Mexico. In Mexico, huge deal in Mexico. So for them to be able to sign Conan, regardless of what Conan thinks he's going to do, it is beneficial. Um, it can't hurt to have another yeah. good talent on the show. I think it's comical that he thinks he's going to be en- booked near anywhere close to the level that Hulk Hogan is. Um, well, I mean, he, he's such a big deal in Mexico, he's probably thinking it will translate over to America. Right, which it... Nine times out of ten does not. Right. And that goes with any, you know, star, I would say. It for goes me. with really any sport. If you're a great basketball player in, yeah. you know, Europe, chances right. are you're not going to translate over. Ironically, right. though, if you're a great NBA basketball player in America and you go to Europe, you're, like, even better. Or if right. you go to China, it's like you're amazing. You're, like, the number one player. Exactly. You're averaging 45 points, but in America, you're averaging eight. Right. <laughs> I so think that's a perfect yeah, we, analogy, really. Yeah. Uh, so we have our next in, in your house pay-per-view coming up now in about three weeks, and there's already been some changes to the card. What? And this hasn't necessarily been announced, so I don't even know if this is going to be happening. This could be just Meltzer freestyling. So originally, <clears throat> Sid and Kid were going to be challenging uh, the Smoking Guns for the oh. tag team titles of the pay-per-view. But apparently they will now instead be wrestling Razor Ramon and Marty Jannetty, which would make some sense because on Raw, we saw that interaction there between Sid and Jannetty and uh, Kid also being in. Ramon called in to express his displeasure for what Kid had done at Survivor Series. So that would make a lot that would make a lot of sense for what we were seeing on television. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of Razor Ramon, he was originally going to be uh, defending against Goldust in your house. <clears throat> but the feeling is that Goldust is not over enough to be in that spot just yet. However, he reportedly had a very good heel reaction at Madison Square Garden. Uh, yeah, I would agree that he's probably not there yet. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah, you don't want to ru- you don't want to rush that push. I think you got to slow build it a little bit longer. Yeah, before we try to elevate him. Right. Uh. Dean Douglas has given notice to the company saying he's, he wants to leave because his wife doesn't like that. He's on the road so much. That ain't why this bitch wants to leave. (laughs) Well, why would you go to the world wrestling federation? If being on the road is going to, to negatively impact your marriage. Well, that's exactly why that's not the problem. (laughs) It's not. Uh, He's been reportedly been out with a back injury. I mean, he had been at Survivor Series, so I guess for the last week he's had a back injury. So, well, the uh, the problem is his wife ends 
you know, happens to be Shawn Michaels. And when he means it's putting strain on his marriage, he's on the verge of strangling Shawn Michaels. So that's, I think, read in between the lines. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I have uh, some Jeff Jarrett news. Oh. You guys ready for this or what? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Jeff Jarrett has agreed to return to the World Wrestling Federation. Dude. How'd they talk him into that one? But there are no set plans for him. So they don't really know what they're going to do with him. But he's coming back. Now, is the roadie coming with him? I don't know. But Jarrett is reportedly on his way back. Uh, Brian Christopher, the son of Jerry Lawler, is also under contract to the World Wrestling Federation. Oh. But they don't want to take all the big draws from the USWA. Now, your definition of big draws are probably not the same as mine because USWA at this point, they're drawing about six or 700 people. So the definition of big draws probably misleading there. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's... Uh, so he's under contract, but they're like, well, we're going to have him on a contract, but we don't want to use them. I think they're doing that because of WCW. I think USWA uh, in some ways, like they're developmental. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just find that it's just kind of weird. Like, okay, we just don't want to use them. But that's a good it, point, Austin, too, with WCW, too. You never know. Well, because they're already starting to kind of see what the deal is with that. And not only that, I think it's going to be interesting going back to Jeff Jarrett a minute. Can they really just have Jeff Jarrett and Rhodey walk out? Like they haven't been gone for the last three months. I I mean, I, I, I know what you mean. Cause it's especially cause they were really featured, but like half the time, I feel like we don't see half of these people for weeks and weeks. And it's like, Oh, there's a, I don't know. Whoever. We haven't seen Kama in two months. Here he is. I mean, they... So, would it be weird? Maybe in their case, because, like, the last time we saw him wasn't at that... Was that a pay-per-view, wasn't it? I mean, I think they've gotten better with that. It was real bad in 93. They would start an angle, and then we wouldn't hear about it again for seven weeks. Yeah, that's bad. It's not really like that anymore. No, it's not. I'm saying that they've gotten better not, with that. Not angle-wise, you... but... But people disappear and come back and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I think it'd be weird. I'm sure they're going to be like, oh, Jeff Jarrett's returning. Like, I don't think they're going to hide the fact that he necessarily left. But I don't think they're going to be like, oh, he left the company and he's coming back now. I think they'll just hype up a a return. Right. I don't think they'll make note of why he was gone or something. It'll be like, hey, next week on Raw, Jeff Jarrett returns or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or in your house. Who knows? Yeah, you never I'm know. I'm not backing him. I'm not backing Jeff Jarrett. Well, I think he's he was a flop the first him. time around. Ah, uh, yeah, he was for sure. He had some good matches. Not going to say he didn't. But as far as delivering to the point that they pushed him, no. Absolutely not. Well, I'm curious. Rhodey was more over than Jeff Jarrett was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm curious what they're going to change with Jarrett when he comes back, if anything at all. I don't know. I don't see how they can't because something needs to be different. I don't know. Maybe we'll get another uh, three months of vignettes. Oh, dear God, no. For his eventual return. Let's hope not. 
the last bit of news here is that uh, Jean-Pierre Lafitte has been out dealing with uh, a hernia surgery, mm. and nobody knows if he's going to come back. Now, you'll recall he had some issues with Diesel with the house show uh, in Canada where he was like, I ain't doing the fucking job. Right. So that probably uh, has made his his uh, his standing in the World Wrestling Federation not that great. So it's we'll, put, yeah, it's put a target on his herniated back. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, let's go to the house shows. It's uh, Madison Square Garden, November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five, and it drew seventy four hundred fans, which is pretty bad for the Garden. Yeah. Uh, the show included an in-ring segment in which Bob Backlund attempted to speak, but then told the fans he would leave if they wouldn't be quiet. So he eventually left because the crowd got louder. If it was only that easy. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, I mean, really? Jeez. Uh, here's some of the matches. There's some in-depth uh, notes here, I guess, or like what happened in the match. And I might just read it. So bear with me here. Uh, Barry Horowitz teamed with Hakushi and Fatu to defeat Skip, Isaac Yankum, and Kama in 8 minutes and 52 seconds when Horowitz pinned Kama with a sunset flip and an assist superkick from Fatu behind the referee's back. So, we're seeing Kama tonight against Undertaker, so that should tell you something, if he's losing <laughs> to Barry Horowitz. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Goldust pinned Bob Holly with a bulldog in 6 minutes and 24 seconds. After the match, Goldust took the mic, stood on the middle turnbuckle, and cut a promo saying the fans would never forget the name Goldust. And that is Goldust's Madison Square Garden debut. Dustin Rhodes' first match in Madison Square Garden after a five-year absence. Wow. Ahmed Johnson pinned Rad Radford with a Pearl River plunge. After the match, Skip and Radford double-teamed Johnson before he cleared them from the ring. And, of course, this is Johnson's MSG debut the one two three kid pinned marty Gennetti with a kick to the back at the five minute mark after ted dibiase distracted Gennetti from the floor prior to the bout dibiase cut an in-ring promo mocking how poor the new york city fans were and as he was in the christmas spirit he had some cash to give away he then found a woman in the crowd to to bark like a dog for a hundred dollars and found another to kiss his foot after the match, Gennetti attacked Kid and knocked him to the floor. Gennetti then confronted DiBiase before Psycho Sid ran out and dropped him with the powerbomb. So DiBiase is basically just doing his 1988 gimmick again yeah. while he's embarrassing fans, so that's good. Uh, Psycho Sid defeated the WWF Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon by countout in five minutes and three seconds after behind the referee's back, the 1-2-3 Kid ran ringside and threw the champion to the ring post after the match ramon fought off kid attacked sid and hit sid with a bulldog from the middle turnbuckle before he was attacked by kid uh, razor then was triple teamed before sid hit a powerbomb on him so there's that hunter Hurst humsley pinned henry godwin in a slot match at 12 minutes and 53 seconds oh with a rollover and grabbing onto the top rope with both hands for leverage Stipulation stated the loser would be slopped. After the match, Godwin knocked Helmsley to the floor with a clothesline, grabbed his slop bucket, and chased Helmsley around ringside before eventually dumping the slop on himself after he tripped and fell. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Kind of, kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
there's a few more matches here. It seems like something happens after the match for almost every single match. This is driving me nuts. Savio Vega pinned Isaac Yankum, who was oh. a substitute for the injured Dean Douglas, with a spin kick at 6 minutes and 11 seconds. Prior to the match, Douglas took the mic and said that the New York State Athletic Commission wouldn't let him compete due to a slipped disc, then introduced Yankum as his replacement. This is Douglas's MSG return after four years and also his last appearance ever at the Garden. Wow. Davey Boy Smith uh, defeated Diesel by disqualification at uh, 4 minutes and 51 seconds when Diesel dropped Smith with snake eyes onto an exposed turnbuckle. After the after the match, Diesel came back into the ring and twice dropped Smith with a powerbomb. WWF Tag Team Champions Smoking Guns defeated Owen Hart and Yokozuna at 9 minutes and 3 seconds when Billy Gunn pinned Hart with a roll-up after Hart and Yoko collided. And in your main event, The Undertaker defeated WWF World Champion Bret Hart by disqualification at 22 minutes and 17 seconds when Diesel attacked the challenger as Taker had Hart up for the tombstone. After the match, Diesel and Undertaker squared off with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Owen Hart, and Yokozuna coming out and attacking the two of them. Diesel, Hart, and Undertaker eventually cleared them from the ring before Hart knocked Diesel to the floor with a clothesline and dove onto him outside the ring. Other wrestlers then came out to hold Diesel back as Hart celebrated with the belt in the ring. Hmm. So, so not a casket match, huh? No casket <laughs> match. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, lot of shit happens on that card. I mean, a lot of like angle developments and yeah. continuation is weird. Yeah, I thought I think that actually sounded like a pretty fun show to go to, to be honest. And there wasn't like a string of four matches where it was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> right, 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 like right. every other fucking house show. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go to this one, but I don't think I'm getting front row, but I don't think I'm getting nosebleeds either. Yeah, I think I think I'd go to it as well. I mean, the matches. I mean, I wish kind of like Kid and Jenny probably got more. I would hope it got more than five minutes, but yeah, and like, I don't end kick to the back, <laughs> right? I don't. <laughs> I mean, Sid and Ramon going five minutes. I am okay with that. I don't think Me Sid too. needs to work a long ass matches, right? So, you know, I think the undercard, the the timing of the matches seem to be okay, and then you get a twenty a twenty plus minute match with Taker and Brett, so you're probably not feeling cheated in that regard either. I mean, the finish is kind of stupid, but right. It could be worse. So I think I'm going to go to it as well. Dallas, are you on board or what? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go. I think it sounds like a fun show. Yeah. Plus, you get the debuts of Goldust and Ahmed Johnson there. That's kind of cool, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think that'd be pretty worthwhile. Well, hopefully this is going to be worthwhile as well. Last week's Raw, like we've said, one of the better ones we've seen in months. So it's only natural for the WWF to now disappoint us. So, uh, it's November 27th, 1995. Are we going to find out what happened to Shawn Michaels? Why is why he collapsed? We don't know. We have Undertaker, comma, as our future match. And uh, Brother Love returning on Raw. And then, uh, I don't know what's going on with Nitro, but that's on there, too. Because Austin guilt tripped me into continuing to do this because he pretty much called me a piece of shit for not doing it or not wanting to do it last week, but here we are again. So it looks like on Nitro, Sting will be teaming with Lex Luger to take on Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson in the main event. Plus, Hulk Hogan going to go up against Hugh Morris. Uh-huh. Johnny Bad. 
Chivy Pad takes on Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. Mean Gene will uh, he'll interview the new world champion. I'm not going to tell you who it is because we haven't watched World War Three yet. Oh damn! It. This is after World War Three. It's the night after, yeah. Oh come on. Yeah, well we've done it before every fucking pay per view. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna count down from five. I got nitro pause at 10 seconds, as I always do. So I'm going to, when I say play for Raw, I'll let you guys know when it's been 10 seconds to then correlate it with nitro, and then uh, we'll see what holds our interest. If I had a guess, I'm probably tuning in more into nitro already, just based off of this fucking description for Raw. Hugh Morris, uh, though, man. It's Come on, Hugh Morris is underrated, dude. Okay, I might need to leave this call right now. And really quickly, what did, what did Raw's rating end up being for last oh, week oh you know what that's a really good uh, question i don't think i even looked that up yeah because i'd be interested to know yeah hang on let me check for you yeah know. i got i gotta know this stuff bob I mean, oh, will you is, relax dallas you know do, do you do anything around here hey what's the what's the buy rates for the june 2002 uh tna weekly pay-per-views do you know that piece of shit no how about you fucking email them and then they can find out well that's yeah that's not my fault that's the company you want you want to know what's funny i one time emailed what was it for? Oh, I think it was for like the 93 Raws. I emailed uh, Nielsen. And I was like, can I get that? Can I get that information? Oh, that's funny. And they were like, for what? And <laughs> Wait, I was like, they well, responded to you? Yeah. And I was like, well, because I was going to like, do, I was trying to do research for something. And they were like, well, you know, we would need like a forum and all this type of stuff because it's like deep in our archives. Uh-huh. So then I never responded because I was like, well. That sounds like a waste of my time. Yeah, it's cool that you could have been them. the only one to report them, though, dude. Well, I mean, they're out there. If you go through the newsletters and stuff, they're in there. So, mm. uh, all right. So it would look like for November twentieth, which featured Hogan and Sting for the first time ever, and Shawn Michaels collapsing. <laughs> Nitro got a two point five, and Raw got a two point three. Wow. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm also I'm also kind of surprised about that since it was the night after Survivor Series. Yeah. Right. And I want to point out I don't think I even commented on the November 13th uh showdown here. So I'm really slacking. Uh Raw got a 2.6 to Nitro's 2. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so, see that's really interesting. Yeah. So I will definitely try to get better with that moving forward. Thank Although at, at one point, listen here, Dale. At one point, okay, we know that Nitro wins for like eighty fucking. Uh, it's eighty three weeks. Come on. We I said it. I said eighty three. You weren't sure. Listen, we that's not for a while. Okay, so who cares? Yeah, well, it's. I can tell you right now, it starts on June seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. Okay, so at that point, I ain't gonna fucking read it. <laughs> well, wait. We okay. can still find out what they are, though. We know, just we Google know. it. Just Google it. <laughs> We're informative. Just lo- Google it, dude. Just literally Google it. It's the first link. Is Google. If you want to fucking know the ratings from fucking 1995 and 1996, Bob says, fuck you, just Google it. Just Google it. You hear that, Screech? Yeah. Google it. Screech doesn't have a computer. No, he might. Yeah, uh, right. What, he messaged me about He's got yeah. a leap pad. Well, here we gotta do our weekly uh, screech updates here. So he he had uh, messaged me about. I made a comment about him having a flip phone. 
Yeah, you did. <laughs> so here's here's Screech's weekly joke. So hopefully this works out for him. He goes uh, about the flip phone. No, I have a car phone. Shit was really hard to drill into my bike. And then he has drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. So. I haven't. He hasn't come and talked shit about Icopod to me in the past uh, week or so here, so I'm sure I'll get something soon. I can't believe he's keeping up with it. Oh, yeah. Screech doesn't keep up with fucking anything. Well, I'll tell you right now, he is... So you know how you had your insurance fraud there? He is currently scamming uh, his workplace because he took a COVID leave, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't have COVID, so he's definitely just staying at home. Oh, my God. Picking lint out of his belly button, watching Japanese anime... Wait, Probably just thinking into jokes. Don't you have to have a doctor's note for that shit? Oh, no, dude. I could literally say that I have COVID right now and be out for six months, and they wouldn't be able to do shit about it. You know why? No. HIPAA. HIPAA. I don't got to tell them shit. I don't have to show them shit. If I tell them I have something, mm. they just got to be like, all right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to file that one away. Uh, yeah, fuck the system. Screech, I hope you don't have COVID. I hope you're as healthy as a horse, even though you're probably not. No, he's doing it the smart way, man. If I if I had if I didn't have a uh, um a conscience, I would just I would I would do it too. Oh yeah. But Bob, I ain't I ain't Bob, sick. Bob would do it and then he'd be sitting at home and be like, Oh my god, I'm not actually sick though. I, I might need a no, dude literally. Oh my god, oh my god. I oh fucking god. hate it. I wish I had the work ethic of nothing. That way I could be like, oh, you know, we wake up at 3.30 for work, and you're just like, oh, I really don't want to go into work. Now, normal people would probably be like, I have two weeks of sick time. I ain't going in. Meanwhile, it's me, and it's like, fuck, if I don't go in, then these guys are going to struggle. I'm not sick. What else am I going to do? Sit at home and watch Nathan for You on Hulu? Mm -hmm. That sounds like great, but I might as well just go and get paid. Mm. But I would have gotten paid anyway because I would have used my sick time. Exactly. It's called guilt. Yeah, and it I sounds like I... you're a capitalist slave, Bob. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Don't we all? Uncle Sam owns my ass. Well. I mean, I'm not if you're waiting for somebody to disagree, I'm not going to. I I don't I don't know what to say besides hope you got your Peacock TV loaded. And hopefully this is on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I want Screech to have Peacock TV, but bro, bro, what? What? It's not here. How are you guys? What? You did, you're you just gonna not? wait till till August. It'll be on there. Yeah, hopefully, maybe worry. we'll find out in August. We don't yeah, really we'll, know yet. It's still fucking March. Uncle Pie will be on hiatus until September of 2021. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna count down from five, and we're gonna get this show on the road. And again, when I get when Raw gets to the 10 second mark of their opening video package, which hopefully I've have maybe found the music to, or maybe I'll just revert back to the music of 93 and 94. I don't know. We'll find out. I thought this whole time they were still doing the country one, but that shows you how much I pay attention. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Let's see if it'll load, boys. All right, mine loaded. We're See, mine worked good this time. Last week, not so much. All right. And now, Nitro, you're going to want to do it right now. What? What are you, three seconds behind me? Yeah, probably. 
Damn. Uh, we're getting flashbacks to last week here on Raw from Sean basically dying. Do you think we'll get extended footage of that tonight? Probably. But I also think it's funny that they're trying to like uh, capitalize on his his health scare. Well, they're like, yeah, this will bump the ratings. <laughs> like, look, name me one fucking medical professional. That, that guy's in well, a... That guy's Terry Taylor, okay? He knows what he's doing. Well, the, the one guy was in a fucking uh, Bill Cosby sweater. Like, come on. Give me a break. Yeah, that was the Terry Taylor lookalike. It's ridiculous. I'm going to have to see if I have this raw music because this is really <laughs> depressing. me. Soon they're going to have to take Dean Douglas out of this uh, little promo here. I don't blame him one fucking bit for leaving. I really don't. Yeah, it's been rough. I don't. Yeah, I don't blame him either. Let's see here. Because oh, yeah, the next one I have is beautiful people. That's not gonna work. Uh, no, this is definitely not beautiful people. That's like SmackDown, isn't it? I'm no. pretty sure. No, uh, people is raw. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's SmackDown. It's on the SmackDown. Here comes the pain video game. So. Well, I don't know now. Hey, Undertaker versus the Supreme uh, Fighting Machine. What is that music? Is that the Headbangers? Oh, it's Rad Radford. All right. I was going to say, like, what the hell? Oh. Please How's this there? guy getting a raw fucking match right now? <gasps> oh, my God. Over on Nitro, Hogan's got the, the red and yellow back. He just took off his black bandana. Thank God. I was so nervous. He's with Sting, who he just fought last week, and he's with Randy Savage. Oh, my God, he just lit the black clothes on fire. Threw in a trash bin. I'd like to throw Rad Radford in a trash bin. Wow. Don't talk about Louis Spicoli like that. Why do they have it spelled in the uh, description as red? Red Because it's a good old-fashioned typo there now. Well, there was a typo last week as well. It said Brett Har. <laughs> oh, let's fuck. freaking go, baby! Oh fuck! You can just tell when this dude pops out of the R, you're fucked. Yeah, Look at his guy. chest, dude. Yeah, that's right, some bitch. Yeah, that's Yo. right. I was hanging out with Goldus backstage. You want to fight about it? Yo, Austin, oh, that, that butt poetry that's good as shit. Bob, you're a stupid white cracker. That's right. <laughs> Don't you write yeah. that article about my rise and fall, even though I had that? Oh, should, have I ever read the messages on the air before? No, you just told us about them. Okay, I definitely, I never deleted them. I hope not. One, sometimes I read about, I just read them because I uh, feel the press. So, I think, uh, did delete his Facebook? I don't know, I still have, I still have the messages huh. right here. So I'll just read them real quick. So on February 26, 2017 at 8.13 p.m., I'm minding my own business at home on my couch watching some good old TV. And I get a message from Tony Norris. And he says, You loser. Write about someone you know and find a carrier where the only people that shows up is that goofy-looking family of yours. You worry about paying your bills month to month. Life losers, and I said, Thank you, sir. 
dick. He what says, an asshole. He says, this is his cousin. I'm sick of you white boys always talking shit about him. But he said that in the form of a question. Without even giving him a chance to tell you the other side of the coin. He's very open. All he had to do was, was ask. I don't know why he even talks to you. Nobody has crackers. And I said, sir, if you read the article, I certainly stated that he was talented and that injuries derailed his career and inability to create a way for him further. So thanks for the comments. And he said, so why ask him what truly happened? You may be surprised. Why would you insult me and my family without properly reading the article? That's what you which wrote? I, yeah, and I, in which I noted I was a fan of his and thought he'd accomplished much more than he had had he not been injured. And then he go the cousin now, which is probably still Tony. No, it's Tony. Yeah. He says, I did read it, Mr. Collins. And it's not true. Once again, ask him what really happened. Any good writer would, uh, would have got both sides of the story. And I said, okay, have a good night. And he said, you too, Mr. Collins. Oh, well, at least. So I think we're friends at the end. Well, yeah, no, you guys definitely made up. I think you should have said, okay, so what happened? And just immediately asked. No, my yeah. favorite. My favorite thing. All the you motherfuckers are friends with him, so you're supporting him for calling me a cracker. My favorite thing is how this dude was basically like, fuck you, you don't know shit. And Bob just goes, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dick move. You no-sold the fuck out of him. Yeah, that was the point. Because what can you say to that? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. It uh, was couple... definitely Tony. Like, oh it's my Tony. God. Yeah. Come on. Couple... 100%. His cousin's not on his Facebook page. Give me a well, break. Not on his yeah. messenger? Oh, yeah. Um, a couple notes here. This match is still going on for some reason. And, oh, it might not be for long. And oh, Bob Backlund good. was in the crowd. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my. Oh. That Pearl River plunge almost ended his career. Yeah, he almost landed on his neck. I'll be honest, I didn't know I was still friends with Tony Norris. I had to just check. I it. didn't think he had a Facebook still. I'm surprised. I don't think he posts anything, though. Uh, it's okay. a lot of people posting on his page. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw when I went to it. Uh, oh, days uh, ago, Ahmed Sheraton. just killed this dude. Uh, this match was brought to you by Twix. How much do you think Twix paid for that advert? Now it's been on the. It's now been going on for over 20 years. 300 bucks. Talk about great value there. Oh, look. King wants to get a word with him. Oh, boy. Look at that. Diamond Dolls has found a chain and a bouquet of roses that DDP had. And she's like, what do I do with it? Well, you throw it underneath the ring, you dumb bitch. She's like, what? What is this? I'm going to hold it behind my back and like look really confused. Somebody's going to have to transcribe this promo we're about to get from uh, Ahmed here. Because I'm sure it's going to be something real quick. I'm going to teach that Mr. Bob Collins. Bless you. Listen, I'm respect of an article, brother. Who's coming out? Duke Trosey. That was Dean Douglas. They're cheering for him. Bob Collins Jr., why don't you ask my cousin (laughs) what, what the problem was? Wait one stinking minute, big man. Body chiseled from stone. And you look like you got somebody that can be... You look like somebody that can become something. The road to superstardom. 
uh, takes place in his classroom. Hmm. Vince goes, I wonder who the teacher and who will the pupil be? <laughs> Tony's like, I ain't dumb, bitch. <laughs> well, class has started. Yeah, get in the ring. Well, he wants to fight now. Yeah, he took well, off his, his knee pads off his arms. <laughs> and he's <laughs> he's squatting down like he's got to take a shit. But oh, oh here come referees. Come on, baby. I this like how the referees so go random. for Dean. No, because he said, I know you have what it takes. And then you know, Ahmed was somehow offended by that. And he said, okay, well, let's fight in the ring then. I feel like Tony doesn't really listen to people. Yeah, but like, why would Dean Douglas come out here to try and fight him? No, he wasn't. He was just trying to be like, hey, man, you you have what it takes, but you got to get educated. <gasps> An and update the- on Shawn Michaels when we return. Thank God. I hope that Shawn Michaels, when he comes back, it's when uh, he teams with Undertaker and he comes out of a casket and he's like, I ain't dead yet. No, I don't think that'll happen. The Beagley Center in Ohio. Guys, we should be watching WCCW, but you guys are Yeah, right, because I want to watch King Kong Bundy with hair. No, I want to watch Captain Frank Dusick. You don't even watch it anymore. What Take on Al Madrid every week. You don't you don't even watch it anymore. Yeah, I just don't review it for your site. I review it for a different site. Oh, okay. Look, it's king size like me. Do you think he's eating the left or the right Twix? Uh, he's eating whatever which whatever one they made uh sooner, so the younger one. Right. Ooh. 100%. Okay, we're getting an obituary here for Shawn Michaels. He was a kind man. (laughs) Very resilient. He had to give up the Intercontinental Championship because he got beat up by a bunch of Marines for hitting on their girlfriend in Syracuse, New York at Club uh, 81 or whatever it was. He had a birthmark on his left butt cheek that we always saw each and every week. Oh, suffering from dizziness, nausea, depression. And some blackout. Is that what he just said? That oh, makes him seem like such a fucking jabroni. Oh, post-concussion? Oh, it's post-concussion? Oh, what wait, that's for Survivor Series. What? So they're saying those were his energy uh, injuries oh. before Survivor Series. Well, depression's not really an injury. Well, it was it's an a mental injury. Of- it's an effect from the post-concussion syndrome that he had. And then he, he got he got another concussion when Yokozuna dropped, dropped his nut bag on him. And by that, I mean his legs, not his angel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and here comes the insiguri right there. Shabam. <laughs> so it took him to have, what, about about six concussions before he passed out? I well, mean, yeah, look. <laughs> he could still skin the cat, though. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm good. And then, look, he's still, like, taunted. Like, everything's normal, literally, until he's like, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, wait. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, oh. That reminds me of, like, that reminds me of when I play Red Dead and I fall off a cliff. And (laughs) And the guy tries to Yeah, and he tries to stand up, and it's like, no, dude, you're dead. It's like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Or like or Grand Theft Auto when you're playing online and somebody runs you over the car 
And then you like you know you wobble your way up, and then somebody just throws a missile at you, and you blow up. Love it. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he intends to return as soon as he oh. can. Right. So we don't really have an update. It's just I team thought still Vince was gonna. I thought Vince was gonna say that we are happy to announce that Shawn Michaels has in fact retired, and we'll never see him again. Could you imagine? Hey, Aja Kong's here. Hey, Aja Kong with uh, Sheeta of AEW fame. No, it's Tonoko Wabanabe. Yeah, Sheeta. Wantanabe. And then we have, uh, who's coming out here? They don't know. Tay Conte or whatever. Kay, uh Conte here. And then she's coming out with uh, Rihu. Rihu. Take Conte. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> well, over on Nitro, we've got uh, holy Rih- shit, Rio number two, and Britt Baker. Who is it really? I don't fucking know. I actually don't know either. I have to look. They it up. think the other two coming out is going to be Bull Nakano and somebody else. So That's Bull Nakano's cool on WWE. That is a, that is a nice shirt there. Sunny Ono. Ono. Yeah. And uh, oh, Bolnokan, Bolnokan. Yeah, definitely... Who's this one in the front? I don't know, but Bolnokan oh. in the back for sure. Oh, Akira Hokuto. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was gonna guess. Yep, so Nakano and Akira Hokuto. Look at Sonyono. He's like, yes. <laughs> this is too funny. What is the chances that there's two women's tag team matches on both channels at the same time? Well, if I had to guess, I'm a, I'm assuming that somebody in WCW had a source as to how they had it formatted well, for WWE. I guess to be fair, also since Raw is probably taped right now, it is it is taped. Then I guess that could also explain it. But that's very very interesting. Yeah, I want to know who the other uh, women on the Nitro match now are now. Well, I do have it open in a tab, so I guess I could tell you. I feel bad because. It's obvious that the WWF is trying to capitalize on maybe something they've seen to whereas nitro usually does it better yeah so the other two girls here on nitro are cutie suzuki she's good and uh man uh mayumi ozaki i don't recognize her name okay well i can tell you which team's probably gonna win then probably nakano and hope in uh Who's like huge, by the way? Yeah, that's right. She's like Kira Hokuto is awesome. She's wicked tall. Yeah, she's really good. We're uh, over on Raw here. We're in a some sort of submission hold. Now I didn't know it was actually going to be a tag team match because the way they both came out, we only saw. Aja Kong in the ring. And then the way Medusa, Alundra Blaze came out was kind of like, oh, it's just me, but just kidding. There's a partner with me. And here we go. Yeah, I don't know. Not um, all women were spotlighted here as if it was a no. match. Yeah. This is our monthly, um, hey, Alundra, here's your TV match. The only reason why this is happening, too, is 
they probably had him for an extended weekend coming out of Survivor Series. They're like, oh, okay, we'll put you on Raw, whatever. I definitely think that's what's happening, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, fun fact here, guys. Alundra Blaze is one of two women that was able to successfully complete the uh, training regimen of the All Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Dojo. So what did, what did that mean? She's one of, I think, two American women to ever do it. Yeah, but what does that mean? Like, what did she do? Like, it's very rigid training that is hard. I could probably do it. I can't remember who the other girl is, but I believe there was only the two of them. I'm going to say Luna Vachon. Um, uh, no. Vince McMahon just made a joke that, oh, everyone remembers Aja Kong's grandfather. And Jerry Lawler's like, huh? He's like, uh, King? King Kong. Oh my God! You know, Vince... that's a Jerry Lawler joke. Yeah, that's. I bet you Lawler is pissed for him looking at his notes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous action here on Raw. Tremendous action here on Nitro. I got to be honest. I thought it was going to yeah. be a lot more sloppy than it has been, and it really hasn't been that bad. Oof. Not sure what that move was, but she hit her in the knee. Kind well, of took out a springboard yeah. like backsplash there. It was hey weird. for these guys who work in the American style. I would have thought it'd be a lot worse. Whoa, springboard crossbody! Come on, Kyoto, make the count. Jeez, he can't. His hair is holding him back. The ramen noodles. I don't know if I was like watching this in 95 and I was slipping back and forth. I think I'd be stunned to see two women's matches taking place at the same time. Dude, I'm telling you, that's nuts to me right now. I would yeah. be so shocked. Yeah. Is the lunch about to lose? She wasn't even on the apron on that tag there. Oh, she ducked up spinning back fist like she's Eddie Kingston. Oh, she just integrated her. Oh, no. Uh, Lunch Blaze has someone's makeup on her butt again, so she looks like she should have pants again. Oh, Guys, God, leave her does. alone. Oh, another dropkick to Aja Kong. It looks like it might be Aja's. It might be, yeah. I think, well, I oh. think it is. I don't know if anyone else has it. Oh, her uh, tag partner does. Yeah, I didn't realize, I guess. Uh, oof. Oh, wait a minute. I thought that was a Lundra Blaze tag partner that just slammed her. I was confused. No, yeah, you just got me confused as well. Okay, no, we're right. <laughs> well, to be is. fair, these two, Aja and I already forgot who this one is. Um, the two girls in the ring right now are dress similar. So you would think exactly, maybe the that they were color. tag partners. Yeah. They're the same colors. Guys, you're being very mean. Yeah, I'm not being mean at all. I think we're being uh, very realistic here. All right, just do, do the move already. There you go. Oh, oh God. That would have been... was one for the oh, spinning God. back fist, and okay, oh. she just destroyed Oh, jeez. Side suplex right on the head. Well, to be fair, two out of four women in this match oh. borrowed their gear from Marty Jannetty, or maybe Marty Jannetty borrowed it from them. <laughs> spinning back fist, Aja Kong with the clean three count because Alundra Blaze was like, no, I won't make the save in time. That's good stuff right there. All right, well, there you go. Jerry Lawler. What? Did he get hit? 
Oh, is he the Selma backfist that he didn't suffer from? It's sort of like oh, a back, back elbow drop. Yeah. Overhead suplex. I don't know. I'm pretty sure like the it. one on Nitro just ended too. That's insane. I just I don't understand how they timed it so well like that. that was, crazy. They timed that pretty damn good. Yeah. Last week we're getting footage from Coliseum Home Video, which would end up making porn videos. So if you want to get off, just go to Coliseum Home Video. Dude, that's rude. Oh, I'm just saying. Now, Diesel here beat up some innocent referees. He powerbombed Brett. He was finally able to get a good night's sleep after doing all this stuff. He lost the belt. <laughs> last year has been miserable, and I was able to sleep like a goddamn baby. Had my fanny pack on, my hat, and a T-shirt, or like a little dress shirt that I got for my 9-to-5 job. And he beat up Skip. Let me tell you something right now. What I did to Brat. <laughs> Meanwhile, up uh, next on Nitro, we're going to get Hugh Morris and Hulk Hogan. <sighs> on Saturday night, it's going to be Sting against Kurosawa. Dean Malenko will be there. Who else? The American Males, my favorite tag American team. Males. American Males. Hacksaw Jim Duggan against VK Wall Street. Oh, boy. That's going to be the one. That's this Saturday, 6.05 on TBS. Diesel is just showing Diesel's pretty much whole promo here. Not really cared about it. You're being rude. Whereas I want, uh, I think Hugh Morris and Hulk Hogan are about to have an all-time classic showdown, and I am pumped for it. Brother. Love me or hate me. I just don't care. I'm back, baby. Here is Hugh Morris, and he's laughing like, <laughs> look at this, I tricked WCW into signing me. <laughs> there, there and I'm go. fighting Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. Brother Ah, uh, no. You know... <sighs> Brother! What? Did Vince just say, did Brother Love just gain weight? That's not right. I mean, the answer is yes. It is, but you can't be fat-shaming like that, that's not... God, does he have enough rings on his fingers? Jeez. I love you. Who is he interviewing? Bret Hart. Okay. Hulk Hogan is the real champ. But he's not the champ. Oh, yeah, Hogan is full. He's back in the red and yellow. Why did they think it was a good idea to bring Bruce Pritchard back on TV? Well, I'm sure it was Bruce Pritchard's idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not into it. You know, so speaking of Bruce Pritchard, Dallas, do you still listen to something to wrestle with or no? Uh, I've never listened to something to wrestle with. Oh, okay. I've listened to a awesome. few episodes. You did, right? I did, yeah. So... I've I've noticed something that Conrad will be like, oh, I used to love it when like one guy would be walking down the entrance and then another guy would be walking up the entrance and they'd pass each other and it's like, okay, teasing a storyline, right? Maybe two weeks after he said that, Bruce Pritchard did it. 
Like, Are I'm, you fucking I'm, kidding? On like Raw. Yeah, it was uh, SmackDown or something. It was like Seth and Cesaro. Like he was walking by, and like Seth was like, "What?" Oh, that's he was so like, weird. What? And that's I was like, "Are you fuck? This guy's getting his storyline ideas from Conrad on his podcast." Jesus Christ! That's I don't weird. know. For me, like especially over the last year, I would say year and a half, I went from really enjoying Conrad stuff to absolutely fucking hating it. I don't listen to one Conrad podcast anymore, and I used to listen to like four. I just listened to eighty-three weeks and uh, what happened one. Yeah, me too. No, dude, I'm done with that shit. I I tried the Kurt Angle one, and it's just like basically a shoot interview of his career, but a different topic every week. So it's like I'm sure. not really interested in that. I like I like his though. I I mean I'm I'm looking forward to some more. They're doing the popular shit first. Yeah, but like I want like backstage dirt. I want to be like, you know, yeah. hey, how how did it feel about this? Just how did the boys feel? Well, about this? what I think, I think it's going to be similar to eighty three weeks. So if you listen to it from the beginning, they kind of had to warm up with each other. Like Bischoff was like kind of, he kind of held back a little bit, and then he finally started to stop giving a shit once he got warmed up with talking with Conrad. So I'm hoping it's going to be the same thing with Kurt as well. Because, like, you can tell, like, Angle still gets, like, awkward about when Conrad will, like, plug Kurt Angle's shit. He'll, like, laugh and stuff. And, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, they just don't have that chemistry just yet. Right. This segment's <clears throat> fucking awful right now. Yeah, I don't I care. Just, I mean, it's like talking. 1988. Yeah. No, what I want, what Conrad needs to do, all right, is he needs... To just give Jeff Jarrett and Paul Heyman as much money as they want. And we get an in-depth ECW podcast or whatever with Paul Heyman. And a TNA retrospective with Jeff Jarrett. That's it. It'd be nuts. That's all you gotta do. Not hard. Or they just have to get fired. And then they can do it. (laughs) Yeah. What is he droning on about here? Um one one note, Brother Love has a Mr. Bob Backlin like president button on. Sure does. Great. Brett was about to talk and he pulled away and then he just grabbed Brother Love's hand. This is not good. Well, especially with a guy like Brett. I mean I don't know. It's not gonna work. Talking shit about Diesel now. You're cheap, brother. I uh, I feel like this week has been significantly slower than last week. Yippers. We sure haven't has. seen a lot of action. I'll tell you that right now. I don't want to think about the Iron Dick, and I'll cross that bridge if I even get to it, brother love. Whoa. You should have about time my mother, too, buddy. Interesting. Oh my God. Stop showing this. Oh, we get it. 
And there's I have still, lots of the British Bulldogs. It's like the music in the background too. It's like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Is this? Bu- I mean, Hugh Morris has lost to Hulk Hogan. This is a travesty. No way. This. Guys, uh, my interest for this Bret Hart promo is pretty fucking low. I don't have one. I have no interest. I'm scrolling on my phone right well, now. Well, and it's like at this time, Bret's promos all sound the same. You could just switch That's them out. Pro- that is the problem. It's like it's it's like a, like a, a format of a paper. Or no. What, it's what like a it? Mad Lib. Mad Lib. That's what you I'm fucking fill in the different names. Yeah, 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 yeah. You switch the adjective, you switch the noun. Yeah. You got every single one. There you go. Great, Brad. Thanks. You're going to go get your revenge at uh, in your house. We've never heard that before. Oh, oh what? No. Oh, oh god no. damn it. No. Oh my god. No. It's Turn it Mr. Off. Bob Backlund. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. No. Are Great. you shitting me right so, now? So Bob Backlund's about to be the world champion again? Come oh, on. A, man. What did I tell you? Oh. We got spoiled last week, and now we're reverting back three steps because they don't know how to continue things in an entertaining manner. We're taking a lot of steps back here because yeah. Brother Love, Bob Backlund... Well, Come on. How funny is it that I noticed the button and all of a sudden he's out here doing this shit? This is stupid. That's pro. Yeah, they probably are going to consider that a foreshadowing. I mean, it kind of. I I I, I would even say it would. It. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I think that's a, some foreshadowing. There. I just took it as like, oh, we're kind of like plugging the Bob Eklund president. Right. Thing. I would. Right. I wouldn't have guessed he was going to attack Brett though. No, I. But I think in hindsight, you can maybe say, oh, it's kind of yes. maybe foreshadowing yes. involvement. Are you shitting me, motherfuckers? Yeah, I was not a fan of that. That shit's done. I got somebody I want you to meet. Oh, this is the Godwin family. Pop Bailey. Stella. Pop Bailey. You're gonna meet him face to face in person in your house. Dude, I just, I can't even cope with what just happened. Hunter Townsley has his own t-shirt. And it says how to be a snob. Hey, look, this past Saturday, Madison Square Garden. Oh, there you go. That's what I uh, read to you guys. Wait. Oh, he slopped uh, Fink? He didn't, it said that he slapped himself. Maybe he was next to Fink or something. Yeah, and like some splashed on him or something. It looked like it was directly over Fink's head. So I don't know. Maybe he tripped and, and it went over Fink's head. Wait a second. Randy Savage has the title. Yeah, dude. But we haven't watched World War Three yet, so you can't be telling people what we don't know yet. Well, we're watching Nitro alongside us, so we're gonna run yeah, to the I'm video just kidding. Shows. We're gonna run at the videos. It's the videos to see what happens. We've seen this job guy before. Yeah, it's um Scott's it says time. in the no, it's John Crystal. It says in the description. Oh, they actually tell you who the enhancement guy is? In this particular one, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, well, um, he's in there with Paul Lavisquay. 
I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan's saying, hey, Randy, you may be champion, but as we'll see here at World War III, I was never eliminated. So how can you be the champion when I'm not? I'm surprised they're showing actual video footage. How come they're not showing stills? Why would I buy the pay-per-view now? Oh, this is so stupid. All right, we're not renting World War III. They're basically just telling us what happened. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, it cut so, out, though, see? Pedigree oh. here from... Uh, what is that? Oh, look, what happened with the tape? There's a malfunction. Oh, it's part of the gimmick. That's it. Rainy, Sa- Rainy Savage is looking around like, I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't me, brother. I didn't cut the footage. Oh, shit, giant coming out. All right. Oh, look at this. And in your oh. house, match announcement. Where's Ramon and Marty Jannetty versus Sid and one, two, three, kid. kid oh, is so that Sid. is true. Kid and Sid. There one, you go. two, three, Sid. Well, after Cornette what he did with Shawn Michaels, what would anyone want to get in the ring with him? Well, do you want to get I, into a hot tub with my wife and me? I don't know. That's up to you, though. But let me tell you, what sin can do to you, you wouldn't want to get in the hot tub with her again because she'll probably shit on your face. Oh, my God. Well, I, I got to say, I like Jim Cornette's outfit this week. Uh, matches Owen. Yeah. <laughs> matches his background, too. He goes, I'm on a roll. I'm hospitalizing people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Brett? It's not over between us either. <laughs> oh, look at Kama's little graphic. Supreme oh, fighting dumb. machine. <gasps> yeah. He's Supreme hurt. fighting machine comes out on fucking crutches. He's hurt. He lost to Barry Horowitz and now he's hurt. This isn't good news. Oh, boy. My leg's fucked up, man. This chain ain't he's making my back even, feel too good. He's either. not even really using the crutches. He's just walking. Yeah. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Got a lot. Uh, since when is Ted in every segment again? I thought we were done doing that. No, man. He's a ratings machine. Hulk Hogan is delivering the weakest chair shots. In wrestling yeah. history on the Giant right now. Yeah, they're bad. Oh, my God. Don't even bother doing it. He chokeslammed Savage on the concrete floor, so that's probably a feud taking place. They're making Kama look oh. like such a wuss here. Sir Mo. You're joking. Wait, he's the replacement? <laughs> Guys. When did we see Mabel? This guy's the replacement? Yeah. He's the best that money can buy. Sir Mosley, I'm going to be Undertaker tonight, player. How's this guy even here still? I'm honestly surprised as fuck. Dean Douglas. He's hurt. He can't be rustling. So is Kama, apparently. Yeah, who is he wrestling next week, though? He wants the gold back. He's formulating a final oh. exam that no one will pass. Yeah, okay. Everybody everybody can cheat. <clears throat> so it's going to be Dean and Razor next week, I'm assuming. Oh, jeez, that Sid's bump is gross. Apparently we have an intercontinental title match between Dean Douglas and Razor. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. If he's hurt, how would he be in that? That's going to be another another substitute, and I bet you it's going to be Sir Mo. 
I might have lost to The Undertaker, but I ain't losing tonight. What a bunch of shit. Dun, 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 dun. Our main what event a... is Undertaker versus Mo. Serbo. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Why? Over on Nitro, we're getting like Pillman and Arn Anderson teaming up to fight somebody. Luger, Luger, and I forgot whose partner is. Sting? Is it Sting? I, probably. They're, they're... Oh, fuck it, it's Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. This is Undertaker, guys. Wonder what show I'm going to watch. Yeah, I'm tuning in Nitro. I'm tuning in Nitro. They're not similar in the slightest. It's bone cold in here. Bone cold Steve Austin. (laughs) I think this is the least interested I've been in Raw in a long time. Coming off of a week of Raw where we're like, yeah, that was great. It's like we get a high and then it fucking crashes down immediately the next week. Like this. Yeah, there's no consistency at all. I feel like a drug addict. You get that one good bump of drugs and you're like cool can't wait for my next bump but then the next bump isn't as good as that one bump so you're continually craving that really good bump and it never comes and it never comes oh my so, God, you keep, so you just keep on taking it he's got purple makeup on his eyes when you die careful anytime, on his mask. anytime anytime a fucker wants to say that the undertaker's the coolest wrestler of all time I'm just going to post a picture of this and say, please defend this to me. Who do you think the coolest wrestler of all time is? Not The Undertaker. Why not? Because take a look. (laughs) The Undertaker is basically a magician. Oh, okay. I like that. I don't think he's a dead man. I think he's a magician. He plays tricks with the lights. He vanishes out of caskets. Dude, this is actually a really great point. He lights him on fire. He comes out of him. Yeah, he's been, quote unquote, burned alive. He's been buried alive, but then we never see the body. Undertaker going for, like, he was bouncing off the ropes and Ted grabbed him, but Mo was down, so I don't even know what he was going to try to do. I'm going to tell you right now, I hope Mo wins this match. Oh, wait, Kama, wait, Kama's fine. Kama with his stretchy pants is is beating up the Undertaker with dead ringside. Well, Undertaker did lose to Skinner that one time on Raw in 93. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So anything is possible. Go this get is, him, Sir oh Mo. Oh my god, this is so bad. Yeah, it's really not great. Uh, we're about 39 minutes, 22, three seconds into the show here. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Man, Rest if I wasn't ready for bed before this match. Fuck. Yeah, tell me about it. I felt pretty good like an hour ago, and now I'm like, ugh, maybe I got to go to bed after this. Dude, this is nuts. <sighs> the remnants of the urn. We've had shows in 95 where it's like, listen, if you want a good show that accurately represents all the good things about 1995, watch that Raw. 
Uh, this oh, ain't yeah. fucking one of them. No. That's what he does when he flicks his hair back. Oh my god, he's choking him in the corner. He's gonna do that eye roll back, and then he's gonna be like, yeah, they were like, what was that? And then I started doing it. It's all illegal. Bullshit. The Undertaker's mask, dude. (laughs) Who let him wrestle like that? That's a good question. Slowest big boot ever. How's Moe still in this match? You might as well have, you know, gave him the jab guy from the previous match. I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, my God. Undertaker on the outside with Kama here. He's now beating Kama up like he's nothing. I would have just had him wrestle, like, uh, uh, yank him. From the Survivor Series then. I would have gave him yeah. six months off so his eye could heal. Well, well, I don't know if he needed six months off. Yeah, I would have gave it to him. Oh, Ted, Ted and Kama are don't like him. You just don't like him. I really hope DiBiase didn't pay this guy money and then bailed on him after three minutes realizing it was a bad investment. Well, if he paid him, who cares? Whatever. You suck. I'm leaving. Never paying you again. Yeah, but I wouldn't have paid him money to do it. Oh, God. Choke slam. Look at that. Moe's flopping around with Brian Nobbs and Devon Dudley combined here. Here you go. One, two, three. He beat him with his second finisher, so that's never a good sign. Who's coming out? Oh, uh, fuck. King Mabel. Great. Well, I guess he would just be known as... Well, actually, no. I guess he would still be King Mabel because there hasn't been another king of the This world. is so fucking bad. What the? Oh, he tried to get the freaking necklace there. The Undertaker's train. got the necklace like it's uh, elementary school, and it's like, oh, I got your toy. What are you gonna do? Can he you jump up and reach it? And he's holding it up like it is the earth. Like he's got the power in his hand again. He does. Oh my god! It just keeps getting better. Oh, Yokozuna. You gotta be shitting me. I thought this guy was afraid of The Undertaker. Not anymore. He's ready to go. Undertaker, put the necklace on. Put it on right now. What is he doing? 641 pounds. Is that Yokozuna? Yokozuna is taunting the fuck out of Undertaker. Don't give it to Paul Barry. He's just going to get punched by somebody. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. Oh, because that's the urn melted down, right? Yeah. Right. So here comes King Mabel. He's about to kill him and then take it. Man, fuck all this shit. And then, and then Mabel, <laughs> I told you. And now Mabel's going to grab it and he's going to put it in his teeth. Look at him running with it. I've got it. With the cape flapping in the wind. Oh, oh my god, this shit's embarrassing. I did it, and Undertaker's like, "What the hell? Why can't I ever just get my urn back?" Vince is like, "Ha ha ha! This was a great episode of fucking Raw." Yeah, that was. Brilliant. I loved it. jeez. Oh, Undertaker looks like the biggest pussy of all time. <laughs> Next week, Janetti against Sid. 
Well, it's been nice knowing Marty Jannetty for his return Man, here. He's he's goner. Sid'll take right care of his ass. Next week, the icy title, Ramon defending against Dean Douglas. But if he's got a back injury, don't know how that's going to happen. Plus, his wife doesn't like that he's at home. Yeah, okay. Who did he think was going to buy that fucking excuse? I don't know. That's kind of like Buff Bagwell's like mom calling and be like, yeah, he's sick. He can't come in today. Well, Hogan's attacking Flair on Nitro still right now. Well, who, gives a, who cares, Dallas? Nitro sucks. Okay, you tell me Nitro sucked after what we just watched. Yeah. I just said. <sighs> I hate, I, I think I hate pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm a fan anymore, really. Today's, like, been, today's been a rough day for me as a wrestling Old fan. wrestling, new wrestling, just fuck it all. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I don't want to do it anymore. Why do I, why? Why do I do it? I think right now, Bob, you should just go on Wrestling Recaps and delete the whole page. So... I thought about that before, and I realized if I were to do that, I'd probably spiral into a mass depression. Well, you've dedicated uh, like twelve years of your life to it, so yeah. So that would probably suck. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think. No. Maybe I should just make a post and be like, "I'm done." And that's it. <laughs> that's it. So, don't Bob, buy anything else. Do it as, you should do it as an April Fool's joke. No, because then nobody will go back. No, they will. They'll be like, oh, thank God he didn't. They'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I can go somewhere else now. Okay. Yeah. I'll go do a different thing. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody else is reviewing WCW Pro from 1994. I can just go ahead and venture off onto that one. Yeah, I'm sure that's super common. <laughs> <laughs> you can find that anywhere. Yeah. 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 Okay. This guy's reviewing a IWA Mid South show that twelve people attended in two thousand seven. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure a lot of people are uh, reviewing that type of content. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I do. I wish we weren't reviewing this kind of content tonight. That's this show. Just sucks. Undertaker, King Ugh. Mabel. Yokozuna, tell me that didn't just look like the biggest joke you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> they all were running after a little dookie chain like they were fucking run DMC. Yeah. All because it's a melted down urn. Not even because it's a necklace. Well, realistically, Paul Bear was like freaking out about it. I mean, there wouldn't be any power associated with the chain anymore. It's been melted down, so wouldn't all the power be gone? Yeah, like the ashes inside are where I would assume it would come from. Or like the light or whatever that we saw at SummerSlam 94, but... Yeah. There's nothing in there anymore. And then you got, like, Brother Love on the show. Bob Backlund chokes fucking Bret Hart out again. Like, if anything, this makes me not want to watch it anymore. Not, like, tune in next week. Like, no, bitch, I'm never tuning in again. Yeah. That it's just not good. I can't believe Bob Backlund's still being featured right now. I thought the like the president thing would just be that and like if, just a way to get him on the card or something. If if we get a Bret Hart Bob Backlund match. Dude, we're gonna. No. Yeah. No, I don't want another one. We're gonna get one. I, I think but gonna, I don't want one. They're gonna do it instead of uh Brett and Bulldog. Don't no, don't, don't. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, I got an idea. That's what I'm saying. 
You don't have you don't have to be spreading those type of horrific lies. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh Listen, if this was only the second episode of the taping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. The star power tends to go down with each episode. Too, yeah, you know? every week don't it goes forget. down. Yeah. So, I don't know, guys. We might just have to like pretend we got covid and pull a screech and just <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just saying. You so, know, it really, it really sucks that this is your know, peacock's not working, guys. You know, Raw's not on it next week. Right, right. Well, I well, here's something I want to point out. So next week's show is still in Richmond, Virginia, but then it looks like that the twelve eleven show, which is the week before the pay per view, is actually in Salisbury, Maryland. Oh. Yeah. So it it looks like as if that was part of maybe the superstars taping, and they just re- reverted it to the raw. I don't know. Oh my god! Well, if that's the case, I'm even more nervous. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to look and see exactly what happens, but that's uh, that's well, next. Let's episode. let's play a game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's called "Are You Interested?" Uh, let's start right off the bat with Undertaker. Are you interested in his direction? No. No. I mean, he's going with with Mabel and Yoko, so I'm going to go with no. Hard pass. Okay. Uh, Sid, Psycho Sid. Uh, Well, he's feuding with Marty Jannetty, so (laughs) I'm going to go with a no. Yeah, I got to go no on that one, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Razor Ramon. Uh, he's still feuding with Dean Douglas. I, I want to say there's a little potential to do something with Razor. I, I am I currently I interested? Know. No, but I got a little sliver of hope that that could change soon. I think that he has been just floating in the, the direction of nowhere. So I am not invested in him, and I'm not invested in a storyline with him and Dean Douglas. So I'm going to go with no. Okay, great. Uh, Owen Hart. I would say yes. I think that there's potential there with what he did to, with Sean. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. He is putting people in the hospital. Okay. Uh, the Smoking Guns. Who? <laughs> yeah, the the Smoking Guns. I don't know who those people are. Yeah, I forgot that they... Uh... We're even around. What what are they in context to WWF ninety five? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Diesel. Uh. So like his promo was corny, but if he's gonna be going back to being a badass Diesel, then yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was. I gotta say no. Okay, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. No. No. Okay. How about Bret Hart? Not if he's fighting Bob Backlund. The Bob Backlund thing, no, but I'm glad he's, I'm glad that, I think that we're going to see some good stuff out of him soon, so I'm going to say yes for Bret. See, I don't know, man. I feel like I have everything hope for is Hart. just like, a, is like a, is, is this repeated over and over again? So, like, yeah, okay. Brett's, yeah, no, like, Brett's going to be a better champion than Diesel, absolutely. 
He, he's going to be a fighting champion. But they're already going back to him against fucking Bob Backlund that we saw back at WrestleMania and then also at the end of 94. Like, they don't, they can't do anything different. That just shows you the problem with the roster is that they, they can only go to the same thing over and over and over yep. and over again. Well, I think it's the definition of playing it fucking safe. Yes. We've done it before. Was it hot? No. Was it freezing? No. Was it lukewarm? Good enough. So let's do that. And oh, everybody liked Diesel when he was with Sean and like this guy who would just beat people up and maybe wouldn't talk as much and he wore sunglasses. Okay. Let's turn Diesel back to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Undertaker needs somebody to feud with. Oh, him and Yokozuna are bitter enemies. And hey, Mabel's a big guy, and Undertaker works with big guys so well. Let's go with that. It's like I like we all have said this episode, it's two steps forward and four steps back. And as we get an inch closer to 96. It's a little alarming to me that they've really kind of pulled back on the direction I think we thought they were going in. Trying new things, switching up the feuds, changing who's getting pushed, uh, ditching the stuff that wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And it's like, with this episode, you've undone all that. We get brother love. We get Bob fucking Backlund. King Mo is in the main event. Or fucking uh, Court Jester Mo is in the main event. King Mabel is makes an appearance. Yeah. Um, I, I just and there was a lot of cartoony shit. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker chasing him around with the chain and like. Fucking Mabel running around with the chain like he's a little fucking kindergartner. Like, I stole mom's underwear. Everybody look. Ha ha. Like, what the fuck is going on? This is like bad 1994 shit with 1988 elements mixed in. And it's just every couple of raws. It's like when we think we're getting ahead. We get maybe just too cocky, so they knock us down a couple of levels. And I think that's what happened here. I've just been knocked down several levels after that. Um, I don't think anybody came out of this show looking strong. I think believability was lost for several people on this show. The damage to their character, more so than it helped. Angles weren't really progressed. You could tell it was definitely filler matchups and filler pieces of storyline. Um, I don't know, guys. I just... Like you guys, I think I'm just exhausted from um, the lack of just entertaining content. It's It's so weird to say because I would have never thought 1993 would have been the best year we've seen so far. And I think still up until this point, it ha- it is. Yeah. I I can't really see a way to argue that it isn't or hasn't been. 
So it's just so weird that the first year of Raw has still been the best thus far. You would expect it only to get better. I, I feel like 1993 Raw or 1993 WWF is like a sports team that won a championship and then the next year they like stripped a lot of their star players to rebuild. And now they've gone through two years of like, we got to find our next star third baseman and they can't really find it. Yeah, but say, yeah, that's fine. They've stripped the franchise down, but now they've cycled out the players every year. It's not even like they're building the franchise back up. It's like they can't even get their feet on the ground. Yeah, it's it's basically the Florida Marlins or Miami Marlins version. It's That's not big, good. Dallas is lost. He's a deer I, headlights right now. That's a baseball team, Dallas. Oh, okay. I actually don't know if I knew that, to be honest with you. So yeah, I, I knew that. Yeah. It's all over my head. <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's so weird because, like, half of the guys I named – there is a very specific point where you could think of that the way they were displayed and presented on television was that guy's a fucking star or that guy's going to be a fucking star. Yeah. None of those guys right now to me feel like a star. I don't even feel like Bret Hart feels like a star. He feels lost. If you told me Bret Hart wasn't the champion, I'd believe you. Yeah. He doesn't feel like the championship Bret Hart that we're used to. Well, especially not after that brother love segment with Bob Backlund. It's just, yeah, man. Everything's really, really bland. Shallow. Um, just undercooked. And it's just not good. This raw was a bummer. And no, it's I, so, I so night and day. I mean, look at last week. We, it was such a good week. And here we are. And that's like the story of our lives. It really happens all the time. And you know what? I can't keep being surprised or like blindsided. But it is. It's it's almost like Bob said, a drug. It's like, you, oh, my God. All right. We're back on the right track. Here we go. We're off to the races. Mm-hmm. And then you trip over your feet and then you're face first in the dirt the very next week. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's brutal. I think we need an intervention. Yeah. We got to call uh, A&E. Yeah. I think I need to inject some nitro into my veins. Whoa. I like it. But even that hasn't been good. There's it's been... a lot more freaking easier to watch than Raw most weeks, I'd say. Yep. Where the, do you the feel... star power alone? I was just gonna say that the star power alone, alone on Nitro. And I was and, just gonna say that. and there's you're getting more cruiserweight stuff in there, and we're seeing yeah. I mean, it just and we, we just gotta get the Dungeon of Doom out of there, and we're golden. Right. Well, and I think it's important to bring Nitro up because. You know, in my opinion, and again, I'm not watching it week to week like you guys are. It's been kind of right there with Raw as far as entertainment value. Sometimes it's way up, sometimes it's way down. Kind of the same thing. But the problem with that is, I think Nitro's ball is already rolling. And I think WWF knows that their ball is already rolling. 
Now, I think in their mind, they're hoping that, yeah, it'll roll really good, but it'll burn out quick. Like, it'll, it'll get old no, quick, sure. and they'll make, a, like, a lot of mistakes. And, yeah, we might get our ass kicked for a little while, but, like, it might only be for, like, you know, a couple of weeks, and then they'll be out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or it'll get old. Not really taking into account the most important piece is what you guys just said. Nobody on Raw feels like a star. But there is a star in every segment, almost, on Nitro. That's a major problem. You're getting maybe Ric Flair, for example, against a Rad Radford. Or a Lex Luger and Sting versus a Bob Holly and Marty Jannetty. Mm-hmm. they're going to run into issues because now they're already behind the eight ball with stars. So it's not even like they really have time to build new guys. They have to hope for a major influx of talent that comes in fresh, ready to go already at the top. And it's just, I don't see it happening. Could you imagine if Nitro this week had like Hogan against Flair and it's going up against fucking Sir Mo and uh, oh my Undertaker? God. Well, that and that's have, what been I mean. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, and don't get me happen. wrong, those guys aren't in their prime. And that's, you know, important. But at the same time, they're not Bob Backlund out of their prime. Right. You know what I mean? They're not King Kong Bundy out of their prime. They're not brother love out of their prime. It's just a totally different animal. Completely. Yeah. And that's a major problem. The fact that nobody feels important on Raw. Even Sid. Think of when Sid came in. It was like, holy shit, dude. This is going to be awesome. I'm invested in anything Sid does. What did that last? Maybe a month? If that. Maybe? Yeah. Well, and I think that was rushed a little bit because Sean got hurt from the powerbomb. So. Yeah, but at the same time, there's just no long-term plans, and we've said that before. No. Yeah. I think what's going to really suck for me is that come the summer of 96, I'm going to have to watch Raw over fucking Nitro. <sighs> 96 is a good year, and that's not just me saying that. Like, I know. For W, for WCW. For both. Okay, so now I want the heat off me. If 96 WWF sucks, we can now revert it to Austin, because I am not saying nothing for WWF anymore. <laughs> listen, listen. N- not the entirety. Okay. I think, here's we'll my see. thing, here's my thing with WWF 96 Raws, Okay. I have reviewed them for WrestlingRecaps.com. And I remember when I first was doing it, I was like, look at these matches. These are going to be really good matches. And then you watch them. And it's like, how is it that boring? Well, th- so that's what but I'm then, worried about, is that we're going to get really excited, and then is. shit's going to happen. And then Dude, it's going to be like, well, fuck, they're doing it again. And um, then it's just because we're going to get our hopes up. That's what well, happens. Yeah. That's what happens right now in in '95. We just saw a good week, and we were like, "Cool." The pay per views for '96 
on both sides for the most part, yeah. I think are greatly better than 90. Yes. The, the weekly t- yeah, the weekly TVs we ain't there yet for 90. Well, and, and here's the problem. Here's the problem. Maybe like a lot of the listeners, I'm thinking of 96 with rose-colored glasses. Cuz I know I've watched 96. It's yeah. been a while. But I know I've seen it. I think I've even borrowed it from you maybe 10 years ago, Bob, and I watched it. Right. Um, but regardless, the two main things that I'm excited for are the influx of talent in 96. And it's like beating a dead horse. We say it all the time. But 96 is a huge year for new guys and really good new guys. Uh, And like Bob said, I'm excited for the pay-per-views because you know what? Compared to 95, it's like we go through bullshit ass weeks and then you hope like the pay-per-views, the payoff. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to get some good stuff. But then the pay-per-view fucking sucks too. So at least with 96, yeah, the weekly TVs might not be so great as I remember seeing them, but at least a majority will say of the pay-per-views will be better. And I think for me, that's enough. That's enough to get me away from 95. The end of really, well, hit or miss in 94. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it makes me very nervous that going into 95, man, nobody feels important. Nobody. And I don't even want to say anything about like Ahmed Johnson or gold dust. Cause like, yeah, I want to see what happens, but I don't want them to know that I want to see what happens. Because if, if they know that, we're fucked. They're ruined. Look at Diesel. That's what happened with Diesel. Case in point. You know, as soon as you start enjoying them, it's like, oh, you like that? Well, let me ruin it for you. So you don't, now you hate it. And now you don't want any more of it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I don't get the thinking process. And the only thing I can keep falling back on is safety. Just playing it as safe as possible. We're not taking chances on any new stars. Yeah. You might get a nice little debut here and there and they might get to, you know, hot shot it for a minute or two, but like, don't get used to it. And like that sort of thing. Storylines are going to still be pretty cartoony. You know, we're going to have slop buckets and fucking brother love's going to be out here and blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't know. I just hope that they were going to kick those bad habits quicker than they have and they haven't. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, just thinking about it there as you were talking, there for 96, there are definitely far more pay-per-views that I'm wanting to watch with you guys and there are hidden gems dude that i'm dreading there's a couple of wcw ones in the first half of 96 that i'm not going to enjoy i'm sure and i will tell you right now i think that's back to back uncensored 96 and slammed re 96 yeah are horrible Horrible. I hate Slambury 96. I had to leave the lottery. I fucking hate that concept. Yeah. We skipped Battle Bowl 93 because I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going right. to do it. Right. But we're going to have to this time around for Slambury. So I just, this is a bummer of an episode. We should. I think, 
I think in a couple of months, uh, TV-wise, a couple of months, we're going to be in a lot better position. I think these days we'll look back on and laugh about. So if nothing else, these are the these are the comedic relief of Icopod. In the trenches with these shit-ass fucking Raw episodes, one day we will be able to look back and laugh. I want to say that yeah. probably starting after Rumble 96, probably to SummerSlam 96, there's some like quality, like consistent quality stuff. Yes. After SummerSlam to the end of 96, not good for the most part. Well, let's not jinx us too much. <laughs> let's get through the rest of this year and be sad. I don't want to, Dallas. I want to. There is some hidden gems. No, there's some hidden gems. Yeah, but like as a whole, consistency wise, you're right. Yeah. Yes, consistency wise, you're right. It does get pretty turbulent. Yeah. After it, those points, it, it gets kind of bad. Well, yeah, I got something to end on, and I think it's a it's gonna make us laugh, and it's a good way to end the show. Okay. All right, what's that? Dallas actually has something else to say. Mark it down on your well. Like, holy it doesn't shit, have to. It doesn't have to do with Raw, but I'd say it's a follow up from. I can't remember if it was Survivor Series or the Halloween Havoc bonus episode. But if you recall, guys, Vince Russo was selling this con painting. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, as of this recording, this ends in twenty eight minutes and four oh. seconds, and I would like you guys to guess how many bids Zero. and what the and what the prices. It's um, zero and it's still a hundred dollars. No, I'm gonna guess it's up to three bids, and I'm gonna say the it started at a hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's currently up to uh, one sixty. No way. <laughs> There's no way. Well, in the last twenty seven minutes now, it has one bid. And it's at a hundred dollars. <laughs> wow! So this and don't amazing... forget the one bed's probably Russo. Well, we've looked at it before, and it was him for sure. Yeah, upping the bids. That's right. pretty funny. So, well, I'll tell you what: whoever is bidding on it, they have no feedback, which to me means it burner could be account. Some, it could be a burner account bidding it up like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I just wanted. I just saw that on my timeline, and I thought that'd be a really funny way to end well, the show. One hundred dollars. I so this is what I'm gonna do off there. I was when we took a little break here because we do two episodes in one sitting. I was reading one of my WWF magazines, and there was they had like a little picture of oh look at this eight year old kid's art, and I was like holy shit, this kid's better than Vince Russo. It's oh my sad. god! It's it really is. It's sad, and, and he's doing like triangles for the body, right? You know what I mean, like your basic art stuff. Well, it's a total. So, it's a total cash grab. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, one of a kind art pieces. Like he's a fucking longtime artist and has had right Picasso. Thousand, yeah, yeah, like no, dude, you had you just drew glasses on a with a paintbrush and then wrote con. Well, this is arguably one of his laziest pieces. Oh, my 100%. God. Yeah. At least the other ones are, like, funny. Like, this one's just, like, that's it. 
at least the other pieces actually had like a body. Well, and it didn't look like it took him 10 minutes to slap some black yeah. paint on the canvas. Right. But he was inspired by it. He got inspired to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how? Like, what What inspires you? Just be like, oh, all right, yep. Yeah, well, okay, great. That took me six minutes to do. It took me longer Find to open you. up the paint than it did for me to paint it. Mind you, this is the guy that's going to be writing TV here in pretty soon. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit. Uh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Someone commented because he posted it three hours ago as well. Only three and a half hours left. Get your bid in. Okay. Original. Vince Russo. Vince Russo. And someone goes, this is embarrassing. Do you need the $100, 100 bucks that bad? <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, uh. I mean, people are people still like are shitting on him because he's been trying to push it, but like it's not working. No, it's absolutely not working at all. Yeah. I mean, you got to give him credit for doing it and like whatever, but don't oversell. You got it. Yeah, you got to know your limits. Yeah. You got to know your limits. That's that's your downfall when you're trying to be all like, "Oh, this is hanging up in your living room and I'm sure it's going to be a conversation starter." It's going to be like, "Oh, was that your kid that did that?" And I'm going to be like, "No, I bought it from a 63-year-old guy off eBay <laughs> that used to write wrestling shows that I watched." Yeah. So, someone comments, "That's shite." <laughs> oh. That's a, that, that, that's from I was scrolling, so that one's from a little bit back. But oh boy, that's nice. awesome. You mean someone is bidding American currency on that piece of uncreative shit? Americans can be conned <laughs> into buying anything. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking brutal, dude. That was two days ago. Uh, you gotta love the Vince Russo art updates on this yeah. on this podcast. Jesus Christ. All right, well, you know what? At least we ended on a laugh. So thank you, Talos, for I, I finally, it. finally providing something at the end of the show when I say you got anything else, and every time it's no, no, no. The one time you hit it out of the park. So thank you. Yeah, we God. need it. That's uh, what I'm here for. Thank God for that. All right, then. Until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Kong Jr., and this has been Icopod. Head over to eBay now your chance to own one of a kind. <laughs>